Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. With me, Simon Miller, remember, sponsored by pinsandknuckles.com, your place for all your merchandise needs. Check them out at pinsandknuckles.com or pinsandknucklesmerch.com, where you can also get an exclusive Simon Miller t-shirt. That's about it. That's all the, you know, Instagram, Twitter, at Simon316. I've got a Patreon. Everything is in the link below. You know this by now. If you're brand new, now you've just been uh, taught. Again, you can control the live stream. You can ask any question you want using the super chat. Little dollar sign beneath the chat bar over there on the right. And also the main reason we're doing this, well, A, as we've said before, I like to try out new times just to make sure, well, not even to make sure, to see, um, what's the word I'm looking for? To see what works, what doesn't work, what times people like, what times people don't like. We've never done one at 5.45 on a Monday before, BST. So we're trying it right now. And also I know that ups, this is the other reason I'm doing it. I know ups and downs a bit delayed today. I sent across the file. There was a problem with the internet as there always is every now and then with the old internet. So it will be like, I thought I'd do this while it's uploading and getting sorted. And then as soon as I'm done with this, we can all go and watch ups and downs together. You see, you see, I'm always thinking, I'm always trying to get it together. So I know that the comment thread, I can see it right now, is where's ups and downs, ups and downs. Ups and downs will be up in around about half an hour, something like that. It all depends how long YouTube takes to, to get it up there. I do apologize. Sometimes that's just life, right? We all rely on the internet and we forget when there's a problem with the internet. It's a bit like, ah, shit. <laughs> we over-relied on this crazy thing. So I thought we'll have a little chat about Clash of Champions now, focusing on Bray Wyatt, of course, and some other wrestling news that uh, uh, has been going on over the last 24 hours. And then we can, um, yeah, we, we, we can move forth to ups and downs. And finally, the world will be right. I do apologize, though. Shout out to Tom Talks Rubbish in the super chat. Again, if you want to ask any kind of a question, you want to control the stream, you want to talk about a specific area, use the super chat. And I promise to ask or mention whatever you do right. Uh, Tom Talks Rubbish says, Patreon's podcast soon. Do you mean, yes, if you mean, so I don't want to get into it too much. Uh, if you're a regular frequenter of my channel, and if you're not, please hit the subscribe button. Lifeblood of the channel, like I always say. One click is all that I ask. Um, obviously, every now and then we do Patreon podcasts. I haven't been doing them recently because I've been sick. Simple as that. Sometimes people get sick, unfortunately, but I'm back on the mend. Hence another reason why we're doing this today. But yes, the Patreon podcast will be back. And as that has come up so naturally, uh, a quick cheap plug. If you'd like to come on the podcast, you can. Link in the description below, just patreon.com forward slash Miller 316 Shout out to my man, uh, GD Family Country, JWS, in the super chat, who says, I was at Clash of Champions last night with my kids. What a lovely way to start off. I would love for you to shout them out, bro. I missed you, man. Well, shout out to Elizabeth, Jackson, and Judy. Uh, I hope you had a good time uh, with your family, whole family. I love it. At Clash of Champions, I missed you too. And thank you all for being great supporters. So yeah, shout out to Elizabeth, Jackson, and Judy. I hope you enjoyed the pay-per-view. And let's use that as a great segue into the pay-per-view. Look. I guess 
we'll bring an ups and downs here as well to, to kind of describe it. I wouldn't call it a problem, but there's always certain workarounds when it comes to certain systems, be that review score, five, like five-star system, right? For whatever reason, a five-star system is easier to achieve five stars than it is if you're using a 10-point system, right? You see more five-star reviews than you see 10 out of 10 reviews. And it's kind of the same for ups and downs. I thought Clash of Champions was a very easy-to-watch, straightforward WWE show with two things in particular that I got a massive kick out of. When you actually sit that and up and down it, as we do, you actually find out that you do end up with quite a lot of ups and quite a lot of downs. And this sort of washed over me today as I was going through it, because sometimes I do get a bit worried about potential internet backlash. I like to be aware of these things, although I'll always stay true to myself, because I think that's important. If I don't give my true opinion, the whole show falls apart. But I'm never, ever going to give a down. Let's use Bailey versus Charlotte. Let's bring it in. Well, I actually, the more I've thought about it today, and I'd like to go back and record ups and downs, so I've had a day to digest it, but I actually really like Bailey and Charlotte in the end, because although it only went for around about four minutes, what was the idea of that match? What was the, what were we hoping to achieve? And it was to underline that Bailey is absolutely now a heel. So even if you think her means have been just, which they have, you know, she mentioned she wanted to be a loyal friend to Sasha Banks, but they've been doing it by vicarious means. She got beaten up for three and a half minutes. She knew she was in trouble. She removes the turnbuckle pad, smashes Charlotte's head into it, and she literally runs away so nobody can, can take her out. Not only does that give us a different pace match for the show, not only did it mean that Clash of Champions only went on for three and a half hours, but it gives us storyline stuff to work with. I don't need every single match to be five stars in the Tokyo Dome. Now, sat there on my couch, did I get a big buzz from this? Was I desperate to go on social media and talk about this? No, no, I wasn't, is the truth. But it actually served as a, uh, you know, what do you call it? I can't think of the right word. But it was almost like a catalyst for something else. And given how the WWE Network works these days, and how that really the focus of WWE, given it costs $2 billion, the focus is always going to be TV, I actually think it worked out okay. And I think that kind of summarizes the show as a whole. It was there to get somewhere else. And yeah, sure, 15 years ago, that never would have been the case. But it's not 15 years ago. It's 2019. So... I, 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 the more I think about it, it I, I won't ever think about this show again. Once we're done here, once we're done on ups and downs, and Raw and SmackDown are out of the way, if we need to do callbacks, we will. But we'll move on from it. But hopefully it makes Hell in a Cell better. And hopefully it makes Survivor Series better. And hopefully it just builds up more interesting stories. Uh, shout out to AJ Nobody in the Super Chat. says, hope you are feeling better, Simon. Hand on the heart. Thank you very much. I am. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a longer process uh, than I first thought. But, you know, I'm back on two feet. And I think that's the main thing. Got a few GP appointments to smash out, but we'll do it. Everyone has downs. <laughs> we'll get back to the ups. And Nick C in the super chat says, same as Tom Talks Rubbishes. Super chat, Patreon podcast. Nick, if you check out the Patreon right now, there is a post up there asking for people that are waiting for a podcast to get in touch. Get in touch. And we can, um, we're going to sort out the dates. Like I had to scrap my entire calendar. I was sick. You know, unfortunately, these things happen. Still people in the chat asking about ups and downs. Ups and downs is being sorted literally right now. There was an internet problem. That's why I'm doing this to let you know as soon as we're done here, head over to What Culture Wrestling and ups and downs will be there and we'll, uh, and we'll smash through it. You know, that, that just happens sometimes. And again, if we are pimping stuff out, use a super chat to ask a question. Use a super chat to let me know what you thought about Clash of Champions or just WWE or wrestling in general. Food Matrix says, do you watch Raw live since you're in the UK? It all depends how I feel. Um, usually not. Usually I like to get a good night's sleep and then wake up early the next day, sort of 5, 6 a.m. and do it that way because uh, it just suits me better and I find I can be more creative. 
But hey, if I'm up late anyway, sometimes I think, okay, well, I'll smash it an hour and a half of Raw now and I'll watch an hour of, a half of Raw tomorrow. So yeah, it all depends. It all depends how, uh, how that goes down and how that works. But I'm very lucky to do what I do, as I always say. Uh, right, let's talk about what the title is uh, for this week's episode, or today's episode, I should say. Clash of Champions was okay. Again, I think it was a very easy-to-watch show. However, the ending of it was absolutely fantastic, I thought. Now, it was double... I, I think the fact that the crowd was quiet for most of the show, or at least lost their momentum for a lot of it. The fact they reacted so big to Bray Wyatt, for me, is the final piece of the puzzle when we start talking about what we have with this new character that Bray Wyatt has come up with. They treated him like a superstar. The reaction that he got was of proper superstar levels. And I don't really know if he's meant to be a face or heel. To be frank, I don't care. There's a big debate online now. Is Bray Wyatt a face? Is he a heel? I don't care. If he's going to get that kind of reactions, let's just dive full in. So spoilers ahead, obviously, which I'm sure you've figured out. Seth Rollins beats Braun Strowman. Wasn't a massive fan of the pedigree. I just think it negates Seth's own finisher. And you never really want to do that. But either way, he beats Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman still looks strong. I, get, it's, it's, I don't want to get too off track here, but it was kind of this weird dichotomy on Clash of Champions because I understand the fact that WWE wants to keep Braun Strowman strong, so they come up with this finish, but I can justify it and I can palette it because Seth Rollins still won. But then you shift over to Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks, where we have the exact same situation. We've got to keep Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks strong, and we have a schmoz finish. And that one always is going to irk me the wrong way because I still like to look at wrestling as real. When I watch it, I suspend my disbelief and I pretend it's a sport. And the best thing about any sporting contest, again, over here in, in, in England right now, the Premier League, football, soccer, Manchester City versus Liverpool is a game everybody's looking forward to because we want to see who's going to win. I know a draw is possible, but both teams aren't going to DQ each other is my point. And sometimes I would really prefer WWE came up with winners and losers. I think, you know, people would be able to buy more into that. But that aside, uh, quick shout out to Brandon Alt, Ultra Rass. I hope I got that right. Alt, Ultra Rass. I think that's right. Anyway, Brandon. Brandon says, love you, brother. Hope you are doing well. Brandon, I love you too. Thank you very much for the support. And I am doing well today. I'm doing all right. I hope you are as well. And shout out to Jacob Donnelly. When you do give the super chat, we give a hand on the heart. I don't know why. I just started doing it one day. And now I can't stop. Uh, Jacob says, WWE better not pull off any shenanigans when it comes to Bray versus Seth at the hell in a cell. I totally agree with you. And that's what I wanted to talk about because, yeah, so Seth Rollins wins, pins Braun Strowman after four curb stomps in the pedigree. And then he's on the top of the aisle where he's celebrating with a title. I think we all knew this was going to happen after the Hell in the Cell plans leaked and WWE decided to just announce it. We can argue that maybe in a bit. Lights go out. Crowd goes nuts because they know exactly what's going on. Bray Wyatt is there. Bray Wyatt gives uh, Seth the sister Abigail, sticks his fingers right in his mouth. It's a tremendous moment all around, right? Again, it's, Ho it's Hogan versus The Rock. It would have been brilliant anyway, but the fact that crowd turned themselves up to 11, absolutely electric. Made me so excited for that main event. And really, this is what I mean by the title, The Fiend won Clash of Champions, because now I want to see what's going to happen on Raw, and I'm already invested in the next pay-per-view. And that's really what every episode of WWE should do. Am I invested in what's going to come next? And I am. And going back to, uh, sorry, let me just get your name again. Jacob, going back to Jacob's point, you're 100% right, Jacob. What we need to do now is, I got a video, it timed, I did it last week, and it's timed it even better now. When we get to Hell in a Cell, Bray Wyatt, boom, pull that trigger. There's no mucking around now. Seth Rollins was getting booed at the end of Clash of Champions. You, you can come up with the reason however you see it. But he was getting booed, which means whatever this idea with Seth Rollins was, it's not 100% working like intended. doesn't mean we can't fix it, but Bray Wyatt's already there. Bray, I, I see a few people going, I don't really like the mask, or I don't really like 
Whatever they say. Oh, it's too soon for Bray Wyatt. I disagree because while The Fiend is new, Bray Wyatt is not. Bray Wyatt has been around since, what, 2014? Let's just say five years, roughly. So he has tenure. He has experience. We don't need to muck around with this. We need to jump in with both feet. He needs to beat Seth Rollins cleaning the ring. As Jacob said, no nonsense. No, oh, he beat Seth too badly, so I've stopped it. No countouts. No DQ. No nothing. You want to put him in a hell in a cell, put him in a hell in a cell. But Bray Wyatt has got a sister Abigail, Seth Rollins to hell, and win that Universal Championship. And then when Seth Rollins wants a rematch, he's got to lose. And then Bray Wyatt's got to take on Braun Strowman, and Braun Strowman's got to lose. And then maybe AJ Styles turns back face. You know what? He faces Bray Wyatt. AJ Styles loses. It's Survivor Series. Hitting the table, I'm so pumped. And Survivor Series. Um, the Undertaker. Why the hell not? It's fantasy book. The Undertaker should take on um, Bray Wyatt. Undertaker loses. Let's take all the power we have and invest it into this character and hope that we can actually get something out of it. Because otherwise, what is the point? I think in those uh, what, 30, 40 seconds, call it a minute. In a minute, in a three and a half hour show, it managed to elicit the kind of reaction that we don't see very much in modern day WWE. And I think we've got to grab hold of that and we've got to run to the bank with it. Shout out to CyberKid as well, who has joined the channel. Thank you very much, CyberKid. So look, if you do want to join the channel, you can. Little join button down there. All it means is you get access to my weekly behind-the-scenes Q&As that we do for the Patreon. It's five bucks on Patreon. It's five bucks here because that's the YouTube joining fee. And I'll make sure I smash a link in the community tab. So thank you, CyberKid, for coming aboard. Tom Talks Rubbish simply says, I haven't watched Class of Champions yet. Should I bother? Well, I mean, it all depends. Yes, it's very easy to watch three and a half hours. But if I was going to pick out specific things to watch, I'd say Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Loved it apart from the finish. I'd say Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. We're going to talk about the surprise in a second. It wasn't the best match in the world. I liked it, but the crowd wasn't into it. And I'd watch the main event. They're the three that I would choose. But, you know, no, you could probably just read about it and you'd be okay. Shout out to C of Shells and Super Chat who says, Hi, Simon. What is your opinion on traveling for a wrestling show? I'm going to Baltimore from LA for L. Oh, sorry, let's start again. I'm going to Baltimore from AL. I can't talk from LA for full gear. He he. Am I nuts? No, Sea of Shells. You're never nuts. Absolutely not. Never fear your passions. You know, never, never don't do crazy stuff just because someone goes, well, that's crazy. Well, if it's crazy, it means you're probably going to get an amazing experience out the other side. So, no, you travel to, um, you travel to Baltimore from LA, and I bet you have a great time. You're going to see a great pay per view. I think it's Cody versus Jericho on that show. I maybe so many dates for AEW now. I can't remember what's what. But no, you should actually do that stuff. Seize the day. Do what you love to do. So, no, I support you in that. I, I've done crazy things like that. I remember one point. I traveled around seeing Metallica. They did loads of dates in the UK. And at that point, it was the first time they'd done that kind of thing since I'd become a fan. So I just thought, screw it. I'm going to catch up right now. So see your shells. Smash it. Uh, Cyber Kid says, thoughts on Luke Harper? I'm going to get there in one second, Cyber Kid. I promise. I promise that I will get there. Uh, Food Metrics in the Super Chat says, Sasha and Becky in the hell in a cell. What do you think? I mean, it makes sense, right? Because this match was stopped because they were using weapons. And I, I think I'll be happier with the finish if that is the case. But I really, I really think we could have... I mean, no one else agrees with me. I really think we could have taken the belt off Becky Lynch here. I know they want her to have it going into the SmackDown shows on Fox, and I get it. But I think the opportunity was there, and I think we would have reacted. And I think it would have create, um, 
created a good story. But yeah, I think you've got multiple matches that could be in the cage, right? You could do Fiend versus Seth. You could do, I assume it's going to be the Bludgeon Brothers versus Roman and somebody else. That could be in a cell. Uh, and you could do Becky versus Sasha. And I wouldn't be against any of those. I don't like the idea of overdoing the Hell in a Cell. But if the story ties in... Um, I'm, I'm not so bothered. Two would be my max. Open up the show and close the show. Dan Lemley in the Super Chat says, I think they should give the belt to Bray while his character is red hot. Dan, I couldn't agree with you more. I don't think we need to stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. Let's do what we don't do, right? We're looking for this new way to get build better ratings and build stars and get back to the promised land. So let's not do what we used to where we just sit around and go, well, politics dictates we should do this. Flub politics. Flub it. I don't care. I want... Um, I, I want I want something different and I want something exciting and I want something that has organically grown from April I mean we talk about long term storytelling that's what The Fiend is was it May, June, July, August, September so for six months basically coming up for six months and he doesn't feel old he feels fresh he feels right right now everybody's on his side we should absolutely go in two feet two feet and, and, and not look back and what's the worst that can happen it doesn't work so what nothing else is really popping off right now so it's not like we're going to deter anybody else like Braun Strowman just lost again um I don't think it's a massive deal because Braun Strowman is a big lump and when you're a big lump in wrestling you're always going to find a, a space but with that said he doesn't feel like a world title guy right now because of the way he's been booked I don't think Seth Rollins is red hot you know the words you just used so let's let's go all in with Bray let's do it I think it could be the catalyst for something massive. We don't know. Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat says, a bit disappointed hardly any WWE titles were changed, not even Randy becoming the champ. Well, it's funny you said that. When I did my predictions, I had three title changes on this show. But I think the fact that we didn't get any kind of sums up how WWE saw it was a transition show. It was maybe a way to end some feuds and come up with other feuds for something else. And I'm okay with that. Like, again, the, the model has changed. Pay-per-views aren't, we're going to do three or four weeks of TV and then we're going to blow everything off on the pay-per-view because the pay-per-view at 10 bucks doesn't make as much money as it used to back in the day when it was 50 bucks. Um, I would have given the title to Randy Orton. And, but if, if the program's done, the program's done. I mean, to me, that says that when we get to SmackDown on October the 4th, Brock Lesnar will come in and beat Kofi Kingston. And I love the fact that Kofi Kingston's been treated like a really strong baby face. Love the finish. Thought the trouble in paradise, you know, reversal out of the punt looked awesome. But I just, I love it. To me, I'm a story guy, right? I love the idea, the story was Randy Orton to a certain point was correct. He should have cheated to win. But on a certain level, Randy Orton was correct. And he always has Kofi Kingston's number. And then maybe we get to Hell in the Cell or we get to Survivor Series and Kofi proves him wrong and he wins that title back. I know we're kind of hot-shotting it a little bit, but I think as, um, as Jacob has just said, it would have added a little bit something extra to Clash of Champions that maybe we did lack. Shout out to Matt Dills in the Super Chat who says, does the Fiend versus Demon worry you since they should both be protected? Well, I have a very controversial uh, opinion on this, Matt, and that is simply that I don't care about the Demon. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I think the Demon was treated excellently on NXT, but ever since he's come to the main roster, what what was he done? I mean, I, 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 if I sat down and I worked it out, I would know more, but top of my head... He what? He beat Bobby Lashley in three minutes at WrestleMania. He fought Seth Rollins, right? He was the demon when he won the... No, I don't think he was. See, I don't know because it, they've never made a massive deal of him on the main roster as the, as the demon. And I don't believe, just going off how Finn Balor's been booked, I don't believe that WWE is ever going to proper push him hard. So what I would do is I would build towards the Fiend versus the demon. Well, I would do one of two things. One, 
I'd have the fiend beat him again as the demon. Let's use the demon if we're not going to use it the other way, which I don't think we have. Let's put all our eggs into the Bray Wyatt basket. But aside from that, I wouldn't mind if we got to SummerSlam 2020 and we have this real huge, well-done storyline, like it would take a lot of different elements to make work. And then the fiend is the first person to beat. Uh, so the demon is the first person to beat the fiend. As long as Bray Wyatt wins in October at Hell in a Cell and he holds that belt for almost one year. Because by that point, Bray Wyatt is always going to be established as one of the top guys. And he's going to be in Roman Reigns' territory. Once you're in Roman Reigns' territory, you can lose and you'll be okay. Like Roman Reigns lost last night to Eric Rowan. And that just adds to the story. Roman Reigns is a story character. Because I know at any time he could be fighting for the Universal or WWE Champion. Because that's how I've been taught by watching wrestling. If we do the same thing with Bray Wyatt, I don't mind him losing to the Demon. But I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, my man, GD Family Country and JWS. So the, ca- the crowd was drained after Sasha and Becky, and Becky had some booze as well. Seth got booze from start to finish. What now? Forget these hands. I don't know what we do with Braun, man. You know, I, I mean, I think Braun is great. I really, I really, think, I really think Braun is great. Like he, we can, we can debate the frog splash. You know, should a dude that's like 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", be doing a frog splash? Let me know in the chat. I'd be intrigued to see what you think because I kind of do buy into that old school mentality. If you're that big, do you need to be doing those moves? Because then if I see Braun Strowman do a frog splash, when I next time I see someone like Seth or Ray or, I don't know, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, whoever, do a frog splash and be like, well, that wasn't as good as the giant dude doing a frog splash because of course it wasn't. The other bizarre criticism I've heard is, oh, well, he almost slipped off. Yeah, but he didn't. How good balance is that for a big guy? If anything, it made the spot more impressive because he was able to hold himself up there. What we do with him now, I don't know. See, Braun Strowman suffers with being big. And I know that sounds crazy, but it can work both ways. Like, you can lose matches and your character can go through these crazy storylines like winning a tag belt with a 10-year-old. And the reason you're okay on the other side is simply because you're massive. And there's always going to be a place for a massive guy in pro wrestling. So I don't know. He's never won the Universal title since he debuted. And I remember there were a few times, last night especially, as, um, as my man has just said, it seemed like that's what the fans wanted, which I get. Everybody wants to see a title change. But to have Seth booed... So I don't know what we do with him. It's going to be very intriguing. I thought the tag match at the beginning could have imploded a bit more. I think I would have rather Braun and Seth really fell out and there was some, you know, slugfest or pushing. They kind of just bickered. Like, you know, I I had a joke then, but I'm saving it for ups and downs. Again, I know ups and downs isn't up yet. It's going up as we speak. That's why I'm doing this to serve as a transition. And as soon as this is done, we're all going to go over to What Culture Wrestling and we're all going to watch ups and downs together. The internet screwed us today. Uh, Stan in the super chat, my man Stan, very understanding, supporting Stan, says, just for hand on heart and good health to you. Thank you, Stan. And thank you for the kind words and being understanding and just being a supporter of all my content as well. And again, thank you to all the patron supporters. Thank you to uh, the people in the super chat right now. Cheap plug. Please do throw a super chat in there if you've got a question, you want to say anything. Another cheap plug. Thanks very much for Pins and Knuckles uh, for supporting this. Again, it's all a merch deal. They now help supply me with my merchandise. You can get an exclusive Simon Miller t-shirt at pinsandknucklesmerch.com. Working on new designs right now. Now my health is back up. Panther King in the Super Chat says, his frog splash should be a toad splash. What, like, um, who had the toad splash? Oh, it was Hornswoggle, right? They called it the toad splash or something like that. Look, I thought Braun Strowman was really impressive. And I like Braun Strowman. I do. I like having those kind of characters on my wrestling TV shows. It reminds me of the old days. And variety and diversity means everything. But he lost again. And I don't see when we put him back in that universal title picture. I wouldn't mind it if you want to put him at, at you know, whatever the December pay-per-view is. If the Fiend slash Bay Wyatt is the champion and you want to put him back in there with Braun Strowman, have Braun lose again. 
I'm all right with it. I know that screws over Braun, but I want Goldberg treatment from The Fiend from this point out. He beats everyone. Chicken Salad in the Super Chat says, do you think it was a good idea for Kofi to win? I mean, you can debate it either way. Kofi is one of the strongest baby faces that WWE books. He wins and he wins clean. That is now starting to irk some people the wrong way because as Batman told us, you either die a villain, uh, die a hero, sorry, or long live, and long, live, long, uh, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I think that's kind of happening. And as I mentioned before, I think there was a narrative arc we missed in this Randy Orton storyline. But hey-ho, it's done now. There seemed to be the suggestion that maybe we can carry this feud on. I think that would be a bit weird. But we'll see. I'm all, I don't mind Brock Lesnar coming in on that first episode of SmackDown and beating Kofi for the title. I just don't. I know it would rub people the wrong way, but it will create a reaction. It will get eyes on SmackDown, which is what we want. And he'll probably lose it at WrestleMania. I can handle a four, uh, five, five months, uh, six months. I can handle that. I've seen it before. I can see it again. And he probably wouldn't hold it for that long. Or Fox will give WWE some money to give to Brock. I don't think Fox are going to be happy with the championship being off TV. So, yeah, I, I, I'll be, I, I, I will see. Shout out to Lanida Bose, a lovely, another great supporter of everything I do. So thank you to her. Uh, what does full gear mean in the UK? Yeah, I don't know what the slang is. I mean, full gear in the UK would mean someone's dressed up in their attire and they haven't missed anything, including their socks. I don't really know what full gear means. I mean, if so, let me know in the chat. I, I, have, no, I have no idea. Uh, people still asking about ups and downs. So I'm going to assume that you've joined late, which is fine. Thank you very much for joining me. So I'll just let you know again. The reason I'm doing this show right now uh, is um, to let you know ups and downs is, is going up right now. There was a problem with the internet. Man, if you listen to this in the archive, I know it's boring. I apologize. But it's going up right now. There's a problem this morning when I passed the file over. That's what happens with the internet. We had to sort it out. It's sorted out, so it's going up now. And when we're done here, we can all head over to What Culture Wrestling and we watch ups and downs for Clash of Champions together. I do apologize. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling. And as you're here, please do make sure you subscribe uh, as well. And again, if you've got any kind of questions, smash them in the super chat right now. I promise that we'll get to them. As CyberKid has done, CyberKid says, should Finn Balor join the OC? Absolutely, CyberKid. I would love that for him. He feels like a bit of a lost soul. I think he comes back in October, November time around then. I think it would be great for that group. The AJ Styles-Cedric Alexander match was a little disappointing for me. I thought we were going to go all out. I thought we were going to give Cedric Alexander a big push. So that was kind of surprising. But I'll wait to see what they do on Raw. Um, right, quick shout out to Jacob Donnelly in the well in the super chat. He says, I think Bray is someone who can get away with being a neutral character. Funhouse Bray as a face and the fiend as a heel. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I don't think that he has to. Also, it was 2019. I, it is good to have baby faces and heels because it helps tell a more obvious story. But when a character comes along that can go above that, let's go above it. Because that ties into variety and diversity that we were just talking about. So I don't think that we need to, I don't think that we need to muck around with um, with Bray Wyatt at all. And also, given that it was the Fiend last night and not Firefly Funhouse Bray, can never say that, right? Seems like he's a face to me. Surely a face just comes down to whether you get cheered or boo or not. It was different back in the day, but today it's not really about how you act. It's about how the crowd reacts to you. Right, we haven't talked about, uh, haven't talked about Luke Harper yet. I'm not going to lie, no one has ever been happier in the history of wrestling when Luke Harper turned up to boot Roman Reigns in the face, which allowed Eric Rowan to beat Roman. I mean, it was kind of a double-edged sword, because on my predictions that you may have seen on What Culture Wrestling, I said there was no universe on the planet where Roman Reigns would lose. 
So I was wrong there. However, a few days before that, I'd done a video also on What Culture Wrestling called How WWE Should Have Booked the Roman Reigns Attacker Storyline. And it was all about Luke Harper. Luke Harper was central to my plot. And then like six days later, whenever it was, boom, what do you know? Luke Harper's back in the WWE. I don't know what this means for the rumors that Vince McMahon doesn't like him. It's probably a last minute call, I would guess. But I love Luke Harper. I think he's underrated. I like the team of Eric and Rowan, uh, Eric Rowan and, and Harper together. I don't know what it was or is, I should say. And I, I love the fact they're working with Roman Reigns. And I love the fact that Eric Rowan beat Roman Reigns. I know the crowd wasn't into it. Whatever. I, I can't control that. But I love the fact that we're seeing these kind of matches. Like Daniel Bryan was a big one for this. I mean, Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan was controversial. But I am all for characters that I think have good tenure and offer something a little bit different to the WWE, having matches with dudes that WWE deems as big deals. Eric Rowan versus Roman Reigns. This is a crazy match on paper. And Roman Reigns lost. When, Ro excuse me, when Roman Reigns starts going after Universal or WWE title again, which he will, if we get mad at him, I'm going to be mad. He has done, he couldn't have done more away from that title scene right now. And I think he's made that team feel, feel really cool. So yeah, I'm a massive Luke Harper guy. I think Luke Harper is excellent. He offers something different. He's got the best wide-eyed stare in the business. Looks like an absolute crazy guy. And they're a cool team. And I don't think you can ever have, you, you can't have too many tag teams on wrestling right now because we're always doing the same matches with the tag teams. So even when they're done with Roman Reigns and we find out why they tried to kill him and we move on to something else, great. Put him in the tag team division. I'm all right with that. I'm absolutely all right with that. So, yeah, I, I just... And also, it, it's made me want to watch SmackDown. Why has Luke Harper joined up with Eric Rowan? Again, why do they want to kill Roman Reigns? What's the deal with Daniel Bryan? If Daniel Bryan becomes the mastermind of all of this, aside from the massive plot hole that Eric Rowan chucked him through a table, which would never be part of anybody's master plan... I, just, I think it's great. They're all going to have massive bids. They're all going to be environmentalists. Daniel Bryan can hold them together. You know, Daniel Bryan is small compared to them. It will be a great visual. And some people are like, oh, we've already got a team like that on Raw with the OC. Back in the late 90s, all we had was stables. That's all we had. DOA, DX, NWO, Lost Bariquas. I'm not going to sit here. Heart Foundation. I'm not going to do them all. It'd be ridiculous. But that would be, it's great. It's great when you get that kind of stuff going. So... To me, Clash of Champions served its perfect perfectly. I want to see what's going to happen at Hell in a Cell. I want to see what they're going to do on Raw and SmackDown. So while it wasn't necessarily a blowaway show from, oh, i got to text my mate, i got to tell him this, other than The Fiend and Luke Harper, it flowed nicely enough. I do worry about the Women's Tag Team Championships. Not really something you should stay up and worry about, but I do. I just think WWE doesn't really see much worth in them. And I like Alexa Bliss and Mandy Rose and Nikki Cross and Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville especially. Talk about Sonya Deville. I think we could do something with her. I don't really know what it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore this thought. And I like the 24-7 title stuff, but I just thought given the history of the women's tag titles, pushing those two together, it kind of, to me, just it was like a big flag, a big highlight of how they see that title. And I think we probably wanted to stay, uh, I think we probably wanted to stay away from that. Shout out to Steve Griffin as well. Steve Griffin just um, threw some money in the donation thing, which I even forget is a thing. Um, unfortunately... Because uh, can I rewind my own stream? I saw your message, Stephen, but it only comes up on the uh, on the screen. It doesn't come up in the chat. So thank you, though, my friend. I saw that you've been watching wrestling since 2004 uh, or something like Can I go and chase that down? If I click this, will it tell me? Because I absolutely want to read out your um, uh, your message if I can. Yeah, can I read out, his, yeah, read out his message? There you go. Yeah, read it out. He's right there. 
He's right there. Man, Streamlabs. Streamlabs is rubbish, isn't it? Let's let's just call a spade a spade. Right, I'll make sure I keep an eye on that, on, on that going forward. Uh, people are still asking about ups and downs. That's why we're doing the show right now. I'm going to do this once more after this. Ups and downs had a little problem with the internet this morning. I sent the file over. Some craziness happened. It's being uploaded right now. So what we're going to do is we'll finish this podcast soon or this show and we'll all head to What Culture Wrestling and we'll all watch ups and downs together. Make sure you subscribe to me. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling and we're going to create this perfect segue to keep the Clash of Champions loves going. You know, that's just technology, right? Sometimes it goes down. So, and also loads of people are joining that. Again, if you want to ask a question, you want to control the stream, you've got a statement, you want to call me a bald asshole, use the super chat, little dollar sign over here beneath the chat box, and I'll read out and answer any question you want. There's no rules, there's no laws. This is your show as much as it is mine. A few people mentioning the Revival, loved the Revival match. I think it was one of my favorite matches from a structural point of view. It rewarded you for being a fan. You knew about Xavier Woods' injury. That's the reason the New Day lost the titles. And Dash and Dawson acted like proper heel pricks throughout. Tick all the boxes, man. Tick all the boxes. I got no problem with that. And they made him tap out by focusing on his knee after their finisher. So it was like insult to injury. So that rocked. Uh, the Miz versus Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn in his corner. Look, you could have not put that on the show and it wouldn't have made a difference. But I like this Shinsuke Nakamura-Sami Zayn dynamic. I'm intrigued to see where it's going to go. And with that in mind, I can't hate on it. Again, as we talked about at the start of the show, loads of people were like, oh, I'm gonna, you should give that a down. Why? It was a decent match and Shinsuke Nakamura held onto the belt because, because Sami Zayn did some shenanigans. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. doesn't mean it's the best thing. Just because something gets an up doesn't mean it's the best thing in the world. So we keep the golden ups for. Uh, John X in the super chat says, money just because Miller is great. Thank you, man. Uh, full gear refers to Hangman Page's storyline for BTE, where Page would go everywhere in full wrestling gear. Oh, right. Well, that makes... Okay. I've seen that as well. Right. That makes perfect sense. What a weird thing to call your show, though. <laughs> just to pull that out. But everyone gets mad at names. Like, what was the... Like the big show, we thought that was stupid. Universal Championship, we thought that was stupid. We always think things are stupid, but then we get used to it. We just do. Like authors, of, I remember the Authors of Pain were called the Authors of Pain. It was like, Authors of Pain? But you get used to this stuff. You just do. You adapt to it, and you, and you, move, uh, and you move forward. And what haven't we talked about? I want to make sure I, I go through the show. In fact, let's just get it up. Let's just get it up, and then I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to forget anything. It's a good way to it's a good way to do it, and you think I would have done this already? I'm not going to go everything we chatted about. We, we, if we've done it, we've done it. Uh, Two hundred five live match was fine. We don't need to talk about that. We talk about the tag team championship thing again. I like both. I like the twenty four seven title. I like that, but I think we could have put it together again. I thought Sasha versus Becky was awesome. It's just I really felt like there was a a moment where we could we could do something uh, with that finish and really and really you know give a big shout out to. We're doing something different now. We're going to have winners and losers, but we didn't, and that's okay. I think it's just a context thing for me. It's, it's like the surprise roll-up. One surprise roll-up is fine. Two surprises are fine. When you have 100 in a month, you're like, okay, I'm getting a little bit a little bit tired of it. But still, what an amazing, you know, 20 minutes that went. I just, I loved it. Kobe Kingston, Randy Orton, it was fine. I know I'm saying that a lot, but it is okay just to be fine I don't think we need to go into it. We talked about Eric and Roman Reigns, and we talked about Seth Rollins versus uh, Braun Strowman. So that was the um, th- that was the card. I think it was a really smart move for WWE to hold off the King of the Ring finals for later. Uh, I think it will have um, a, a better uh, a better position and ha- and carry more importance on the on Raw tonight than it would have done otherwise. 
as my man Jacob Donnelly has just weighed in in the super chat. I'm definitely excited about Raw tonight, especially with the KOTR finals. Exactly, yeah. It's going to be a really tough one. I think we all deep down want Chad Gable to win. I think that'd be an incredible story. But even if he does win, do we trust WWE is actually going to use him properly? And of course, Baron Corbin is one of their guys. Got no problem with that. I quite like Baron Corbin when he's used correctly. I think he, I think he fits the mold. So it's going to be a fascinating one. And I think they've done a good job with the tournament overall. There's been a, a few, you know, wavering bits and a bit of shenanigans and nonsense. But largely, it's not, um, it, it's been a good tournament. And I believe in the tournament, which is important. And I totally believe, um, shout out to Steve Griffin as well, just donated, who said, still waiting for you to answer my question. Yes, Steve, as I said, it only pops up in really small text on my screen. So what I need you to do, Steve, is just write it as a normal message. Don't do, you have to, you've already paid. Don't do a super chat. And I'll make sure I keep an eye out for it and, and I'll answer it, Steve. So just do that. But yeah, I, it's going to be fascinating. But I, again, this is why I love the King of the Ring finals. It's like when I watch real sport. I got Baron Corbin, the guy that I think is going to win, but don't really want to. And I got Chad Gable, who I do want to win, but I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Which means WWE's done a great job. I don't mind you disappointing me, WWE, if there's a good follow-up story. And if I get my satisfying ending, great. I'm emotionally invested. And that's all wrestling is. Shout out to Josh Tiley, who says in the Super Chat, getting a little tired of the 24-7 title just being centered around Drake and R-Truth. Give it to some other faces for longer, I say. I think it's hard because, like, that segment last night with the boom mic and Alexa Bliss was brilliant because of our truth it's his facial reactions it's his delivery it's it's just him but i do agree with you i think we need it to evolve we need it to change it's like anything we talk, my best phrase ever or my most overused phrase ever um is the lack of diminishing returns and if you have something all the time you can't react to it and you can't buy into it as much as you would otherwise so we do need to do something different with it i do feel we've hit a little bit of a wall uh, a little bit of a wall with that just because we're so used to it but I don't, I don't necessarily know wh where we go. Like Elias was going to have it, and then we stopped doing that. This was even before he got injured. I think maybe we could structure it up a little bit. I think maybe we could have some matches featuring the 24-7 title with this ominous feeling that somebody could come down. I don't know. I don't know. But I, 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 I do think you are, you're right. Josh Fez uh, says, 11-19, clock from the funhouse. Any chance could be the demon return date. Fiend and demon together, any chance? I mean, if he comes back and attacks him, that'll be a bit weird. So how did the Fiend know that he was going to get attacked on his date? Look, you could be right, Josh. You absolutely could. I think my, my, if someone put a gun to my head, as always, I'd be like, bro, I'm happy to talk wrestling without that aggression. But yes, I, I would just keep it simple. 11-19 means November 2019. So let's, you know, let's make it Survivor Series and let's have The Undertaker and Bray Wyatt have a fight and Bray Wyatt wins. You know, why, why the hell not? Why, the, why, why not? It would be amazing. And we talk about it here and we do videos on it and we'd all go crazy and we'd all think it was the greatest thing ever. So I don't know why, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't see why we wouldn't do that. I mean, it all depends on what The Undertaker wants to do. And you know, what is The Undertaker? He's got 30 years in this business. He's built up to decide whether, whether he puts somebody over or not. We want him to, but I'd imagine if I was The Undertaker, I'd be pretty picky and choosy as well. Not saying it's right, I'm just saying that that's how I would feel about it. Uh, Lanaya in the super chat again. Shout out to Lanaya. I meant, why uh, Why did the what culture guy say full gear is something dirty in the UK? They won't say what it means. Not the hangman meeting, which I get. I don't know. I have. I don't know what they mean by that. Lanaya. I don't know. I'm a bit of a, I'm stupid though. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what it means. Let's just find out. Let's ruin my Google search thing. Full gear meaning. What is that meant to mean? Full gear, 
proceeding quickly or completely thoroughly. Well, that's the actual thing. I mean, it will be an urban dictionary, right? If it's... I have no idea. I'll find out for you. I'm going to check urban dictionary quickly. No, I don't know. I'll find out for you, Lanaya, and I'll get back to you. I don't know. I would like to know. Shout out to Just Tired in the Super Chat. It says, what do you think of a women's division show? Look, man, I think they'd probably need more women. But if we go back to WWE Evolution last year, one of my favorite WWE pay-per-views of 2018. I thought it was great. Had some amazing matches. They didn't pull any punches. Had a great ending with Ronda Rousey beating Nikki Bella. I don't think you could do it all the time, but one a year, I think we can go to one a year. So yes, absolutely. We should absolutely, I don't, it was a success. So you have the evidence. So, you know, why, why we didn't do that, I have, I, I don't know. But hey, there's still time. They can still announce it. Um, evolution kind of popped out of nowhere, obviously tiding into the Saudi Arabia stuff. So, um, but I, I'd be all for it. And I think, I think then you would be able to push more people like Sonia Deville. I don't know what it is. Sonia Deville is my new, I think there's something here. And I don't think we're doing anything with it. If you have a women's division, a women's show, you can do it. So we'll see. Uh, my man, John, I'm not going to pronounce your last name because I clocked your message. It's pronounced Ekez Miller, but you're still great. So it's John Ekez. John Ekez. I'm sorry, my friend. I, I kind of just have to guess this. And I'm obviously firing, um, <laughs> firing madly. Also, my man, uh, Steve. Steve Griffin, please, 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 not Super Chat. You've already put your money in. Please put your question uh, in the normal chat, Steve. I'll keep an eye out for it. We've got to answer it. I don't want to let you down. Um, so please do that if you're still, if you're still hanging around. Uh, so I guess we should look for, I mean, has, Raw, has WWE put the Raw preview up yet? We should, um, we should have a look because we can talk about that. Um, no, they've just got an amazing picture of Bray Wyatt on the front. Man, he's great. I don't even care, man. I don't even care. So we do have something about who will win the 2009. Here we go. Here's our raw preview. Let's go through uh, our, our little quick hits, as they say. So yeah, who's going to win? Baron Corbin and, and uh, Chad Gable. Just put Chad Chad or Baron in the, in the chat. You don't have to super chat that. Just write Brad, either name. Not who you want to win. Who do you think is going to win? A nice social experiment. So yeah, uh, do that. Uh, back on boss time, Sasha Banks didn't win the Raw Women's title at Clash of Champions, but she did beat Becky Lynch. True. So what is next? I imagine they're going to... Also, Becky Lynch obviously got fined $10,000 for accidentally striking a referee. So yeah, Kevin Owens has got to be pissed off, as he was on Twitter. So I imagine we'll start building to Hell in a Cell there. Same fallout from The Fiend's ruthless assault on Rollins. Again, I assume the Hell in a Cell match will be confirmed. And then we have something about Ad Cedric Alexander pinned AJ Styles last week, but he fell short at the pay-per-view. So, okay, we're going to do something with Cedric Alexander. Apparently, he's going to continue his pursuit of the US title. Well, that's weird. I mean, in the, in the real world, you'd never get another shot. <laughs> Cedric Alexander, you lost in five minutes, and you lost hard. Shout out to Mr. Witchy in the super chat. Again, please drop me a super chat if you want to ask a question or whatever. Heels are better winning the King of the Ring. I agree with you, Mr. Witchy. Best name ever, by the way. However, with that said... Sometimes you've got to take things as they come. And while in general, like we had King Booker on the pay-per-view last night, he worked out well, there'd be something in Chad Gable winning. Baron Corbin is Baron Corbin. He is established for as long as he wants. WWE loves him. If Chad Gable doesn't win here, I worry that he falls back into obscurity, and I don't want that. And I think this would give the fans a real nice, oh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. So, you know, in that sense, I, I, I do agree with you. But I don't necessarily think that we that, that we absolutely need to. We don't we don't need to follow task in this sense. 
we can do what we want. And as I can see here, everyone, Baron, 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 couple of chads, Baron, 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 Baron. My man, Cyberkid, who joined the channel. Thank you, Cyberkid. Says Baron Cor Corbin, obviously. Couple of laughy faces. Uh, and then Jacob Domley weighs in the super chat. Hand on heart for you, Jacob. Thank you for being so supportive today. How would you build Bray versus Seth going into Hell in a Cell? Well, look, I think I kind of see this a little bit differently to, um, to some people. But I would, I would just have Bray on the front foot constantly. Let Seth Rollins is scared, but you know he's willing to fight because he's got to have that fire. But he's scared; he doesn't know what to do. Bray Wyatt keeps screwing him up. Uh, have a Firefly Funhouse where we talk about all of Seth's descriptions and the things he's done bad in the past, and we get to hell. Maybe you put it in the Hell in a Cell. Maybe you don't. I actually think it needs to be in the Hell in a Cell. There's no reason for it story wise. And then let's pull the trigger, man. Let have let's have another uh, Finn Balor versus. Uh, Bray Wyatt scenario at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And I know you can say, why did we let Brock Lesnar uh, lose to Seth Rollins twice if that's all we were going to do? Well, we have to take the situation as we find it. And Seth Rollins right now, to me, doesn't feel like the hottest guy in the company. It's not his fault. Fans are just crazy like that. That's just what fans do sometimes. Whatever reason, there's a disconnect there. It's not the same with Bray Wyatt, who's being treated like he's the best thing ever. So let's just go with what we've got. Let's go with what we've got. Let's take whatever magic Seth does have Put it all on Bray Wyatt. So that is what I would do. I would have it completely Bray Wyatt to the point that you think as a fan, oh, no, Seth's going to eke out a win, and then he doesn't. And then maybe just a little bit inside you goes, maybe something's different here, and then maybe you're going to watch a National Football League game, and you think, I'm going to watch wrestling instead. That never happens anymore. Uh, Anthony Taggart in the Super Chat says, hand on the heart for you, Anthony. I'd like to see Chad win and then go on to challenge for the Intercontinental title. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, why not? I don't think the Miz, that Miz feud's going to go on for much longer. And that'd be cool as well, because then Chad Gable can overcome two guys. One of who is Shinsuke Nakamura. The other is Sami Zayn. These aren't, you know, they're not treated the best, but they're not like, you know, paupers. And again, what I think that's a great idea, Anthony. I support that 100%. And then by the end of 2019, you've created a new star, which is really what I'm gunning for right now in WWE. I want new guys to change the status quo, which is why I love Eric Rowan versus Roman Reigns. Eric Rowan versus Roman Reigns, the match that nobody would have called when he came back to help Daniel Bryan uh, at the start of the year. Uh, GD Family Country and JWS says, Roman is my wife's secret lover. Nice. So the joy I felt seeing him take the loss was worth the promo I cut on her hand on heart. Fair play to you then. Fair play to you, my friend. I think, I mean, that's always been the stereotype, right? Women love Roman Reigns and, and men don't really... I really like Roman Reigns. I think he's a company guy. I think he represents the company well. I don't think he's ever going to be who they want him to be, but I think he's magic in his own right. And I love the fact that he lost to Eric Rowan. I know there was shenanigans by Luke Harper, but it's a great story. It's a great story, and I'm enjoying it, and I want to see where it's going to go. Again, I'm repeating myself, but that's all, that's all I need to do. Last one of these, uh, because um, <laughs> people are still asking. I mean, I'll check it now. I'll check it now while we're up here. But ups and downs. It will be going up very, very soon. There was an internet. I know if you've heard this, you're bored. I get it. But there was an internet problem this morning. I was out and about. Didn't realize how to sort it. It's literally going up as we talk. Uh, YouTube, I'm sure, is sorting it out. So we're just using this as a way to... Uh, I just thought it'd be a good idea to kind of, you know, bookend the two. Subscribe to me now if you are here. And then make sure you head over to What Culture Wrestling We're Done here. Give them a subscribe. That way you'll get a notification and we can... Uh, you know, we can go watch ups and downs, ups and downs together. That's the that's technology, right? No one can see this stuff coming. When I sent the file and had to go out, I didn't know that there'd be a problem. 
so on and so forth. Shout out to Robbo Knight 37 in the super chat. You get a hand on hat, Robbo. Uh, I think that may be the first super chat from you, my friend. If it is, if it's not, sorry, I apologize. But thanks very much for joining. Uh, who should take the title from Kofi Kingston? Well, who should, should have been Randy Orton, but we're past that pace now. I think, the, I think the rumors about Brock Lesnar taking it on the first SmackDown on Fox makes sense. You want to make a big splash. You know, Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston is going to get more eyes on Kofi too. I think that probably makes sense. And who else is there? You look through that roster. Who else is on that SmackDown side that's going to take it? I would do it. I'd do that. I know it's a bit boring, but it, sometimes I think you've got to accept the business side of WWE as well. And it would, it would get people to tune in. Like, it really, really, really would. People know Brock, Brock Lesnar's famous. My mum knows who Brock Lesnar is. She doesn't know what Brock Lesnar does, like Ronda Rousey, but she knows these names just from the ether and the mainstream throwing these things. And I'm sure when she hears WWE, she picks up on things because she knows I'm into it. And Brock Lesnar is one of the names that has seeped in, probably because she just hears it uh, more and more and more. On that note as well, we had the draft confirmed. The draft is October the 11th. 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, yeah, October the 11th, which is the second uh, SmackDown on Fox. We're going to be having a draft, and I think that's when we're actually going to stamp down Raw and SmackDown. So we're going to have a set of Raw guys, we're going to have a set of SmackDown guys, and we're not going to muck around with it. And I'm all for that. I think, you know, having those dividing lines, especially now they're going to be on different channels, could be exactly what we need. I don't know. And then, yeah, we'll have the second, um, the second part of that on Raw, which will be the 14th. And then we'll move into Survivor Series. And somehow they'll do Raw versus SmackDown and I'll get a gun and I'll shoot my nose off because I can't believe we had all this wildcard rule stuff and yet somehow had Survivor Series as Raw versus SmackDown. Um, but uh, yeah, it's... Uh it, I think it's quite, I think the first week of October is going to be pretty good for, for pro wrestling. We've got the the second week in this sense. But, you know, SmackDown will move. They'll do something big for that first show. NXT will then be cemented on Wednesday nights. AEW is going to start. Maybe that shakes up Raw a little bit too now that it is going to be more separate from SmackDown. Hopefully, it'll be a really good end to the year. I always think September is a little bit of a down period anyway for WWE. Nothing ever really blows up. But that's not to say that we can't, you know, that we can't move into uh, we can't move into to, to the next month where there is some cool stuff going down, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully spark it off. Right? Let me just make sure they haven't missed any other. I know there were some other shows this weekend as well. There was the Triple A show. Uh, there was uh, the uh, what was the other show? There were, I can't remember the other show there was now. Uh, oh, there's a New Japan show. I don't know any of the results. I know Tanahashi had a really good match with Zack Sabre Jr., but I'll catch out. Um, just to the man that is spamming ups and downs <laughs> in the chat, don't say it anymore. I've answered it five times. I appreciate it. I love that you care, but I don't want to block anybody on here. So just for you, I do what exactly what I didn't do. Ups and downs is going up now. I do appreciate that you care. I love it. I appreciate the passion massively. Again, it's going up now. Hence why I'm doing this. We're just segueing the two together. We had a bit of a crazy day, as sometimes happens in the world of the internet. So it's coming. I promise you, my friend. I promise you, my friend, uh, it is coming. Uh, what was the other thing? That I, there's something else that I read, and I thought we should talk about that. Apparently, Tamina Snooker is back. She re-debuted at house show earlier today. Good. Uh, Luke Harper's back to being Luke Harper. No, there's all the, it's just all the fallout from, from Clash of Champions that's gone down, which is fine, which is fine. Um, we, 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 will, we will wait and see. Okay, so we'll start to wrap this up again. So if you've got any questions that you want to ask, please smash it in the super chat now as we do begin to roll up. Like I say, I know ups and downs isn't there yet. It will be up soon, um, really, really soon. So you just join me when we're done here. We'll head over to What Culture and we'll do it. Right, Steve Gridman says, 
Can't comment on the Western Germany. I'm 19 now. Your answer to your opinion on Bray's future. Right, I got that, Steve. Sorry, I just mumbled it. Opinion on Bray's future. Shout out to Steve. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Opinion on Bray's future, says my man Steve. I mean, it depends. Again, if, if you say what I think we should do, it's Goldberg treatment. It's Roman Reigns treatment. It's Steve Austin treatment. You know, get behind him as your guy and lay waste to everybody else until you cement him as the, as the absolute man. Don't say that. Ric Flair will sue us. But what do I think they will do with him? I don't know. Hell in a Cell is going to be a real interesting pay-per-view, and I'm really excited about it, which is another reason I like Clash of Champions. We are either going to keep that belt on Seth Rollins and do something nonsense with Bray, like a count-out or a DQ. And if that does happen, I think maybe then it's time to, you know, maybe plant a flag in the sand and, and go, why, 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 why have we done this? <laughs> but we don't know. We're three weeks away or four weeks away, whatever it is. I think WWE is going to get behind them. I think WWE is going to do it well. I think they would have heard that reaction last night and seen all the buzz on social media. And I'm sure his merchandise has done crazy well. Because again, he's not really appealing in any sense. I think, I think, I think, I hope he's going to be the guy of 2020. I hope that he's the universal champion by WrestleMania. I hope he has a huge match with someone even like a Brock Lesnar, whatever. I hope he wins. And I hope we get a good eight, nine, ten months into that before we even think about taking that title away from him. And hopefully by that point, if we have, uh, you know, we have treated him in the right way, I mean, we need, we need more top stars. Roman Reigns is there. Seth Rollins is there. Oddly, Braun Strowman is there, but maybe a little bit under. Randy Orton is there. Let's get Bray Wyatt in there. Let's get Bray Wyatt in that category. It can be done. It just takes a little bit of love, a little bit of positive booking, and a little bit of support. Like, Bray's done his bit. Now he needs the storylines. He needs the narratives. He needs the opponents. And let's have him beat everybody clean. It's like the whole idea of wrestling is, do you think that guy could beat that guy's ass? And sometimes people say it's a little bit unbelievable. And that's fine. I like the fact we're here in wrestling. But when we break it right down... Bray Wyatt's a psychopath. Bray Wyatt comes across like a serial killer. I know some people don't like the mask. I think it's excellent. I can completely believe that Bray Wyatt could kick somebody's ass because he's not all right. He's a bit nuts. He's a bit weird. Like The Undertaker. I know The Undertaker was a lot bigger, but you know, if, even, if you put, even if you put Bray Wyatt in the ring with someone like a Bobby Lashley or a Brock Lesnar or The Undertaker or Kane, I think that he admits such a presence about him at no point where you go, well, this is unrealistic. So... Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't worry about that. You know, can can a character like that be a representative for your brand? Why the hell not? Would be my answer. It's not coming from any other. You know, he doesn't have to go out there and do press and do PR. You can come up with a different. Brock Lesnar never really did that. The whole point is, if we make Bray Wyatt our guy, maybe more people start watching, and that should be our number one focus right now. How do we get more people watching WWE? And I, look, I, all I know is that when this stuff started kicking off, I got a bunch of messages from my friends, or, or my lapsed friends, all saying, Miller, what the hell is the deal with this, uh, this Bray Wyatt character? I'm really intrigued. So fingers crossed, Steve, my friend. Fingers crossed that WWE has a plan. We stick to the plan. We have no reason to doubt them so far. Again, six months or, or thereabouts, they've absolutely smashed it. I understand that there's other experiences, but let's not worry about them. Let's worry about that so far, so good. And that we continue, uh, that we continue on this road. I'm going to keep everything crossed, and and like I say, Clash of Champions as a whole, easy to watch show. Didn't really, um, didn't really go in, didn't really, uh, what's the word, light up the, the, the fires, but neither neither did it have to, you know, neither neither did it have to. 
Uh, my man, hang on, let me just scroll back through to make sure that I did. No, I did that. My man, GD Family Country JWS says, how are you going to ignore my comment, bro? Lol. I didn't, my friend. You're talking about the Roman Reigns comment on your wife. We talked about it, man. And I, and I sympathize and I empathize with you. If there's another one, unfortunately, I can't see it. It's awesome. Loads of people are commenting, which, which is excellent. Uh, but no, dude, I, look, as I've said before, if you drop a super chat, if anything comes up in that little chat box and it's got a color next to it, I will read it out. I will comment on it. I will do uh, whatever it is. Even if I think it's offensive, I'll read it out and then I'll tell you off. That is how, uh, that is how it works. So we're going to go around about five more minutes before we wrap this up. I know ups and downs isn't up yet. We're not going to talk about it again. Uh, we, we've explained it. We, we've, explained, uh, we've explained the deal. Uh, Ricky Donner in the super chat says, what culture versus cultaholic? Please book it, Simon. Yeah, but there's no hate there, man. There's no hate. They're doing their thing. We're doing our thing. Nothing but love all around. It's like AEW and WWE. I just want everybody to smash it. I want everybody to be happy. And I want everybody to have success. Because that's what life is all about. Positivity and love. It's what makes the world go around. On a, on a quick side note, I'm, I'm buying into this whole social media thing about just ignoring negative comments. Because I've been part of that too. Some, it never really gets to me. But sometimes I like to quote tweet negative comments with negativity. I mean, joke negativity. But there's this big movement at the moment with a bunch of celebrities. Gary Lineker is one over here. Uh, who was, is an ex-professional football player, if you don't know. Who has said that they are now just going to ignore that stuff. And I'm going to jump on it as well. Um, it, it's already happened today with Clash of Champions. People, oh, you're going to give it loads of ups. Look, spoiler, Clash of Champions has loads of ups. It has downs as well, but it has loads of ups because when you go through an 11-match card, if I watch Bailey versus Charlotte and it's okay, I'm not going to give that a down. They went out there and did exactly what they were asked to do. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Say with Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. Am I going to think about it tomorrow? No. But did they go out there and do what they had to do? Yes. And that's just how the ups and downs system works. Uh, I ain't going to crap on matches for the sake of crapping on matches. And again, things I don't like, I give a down to. And I know people are going to see the final tunnel and go, oh, this is crazy. But look, I watched three and a half hours of wrestling and I walked away and shrugged my shoulders and went, okay, that was fun. It's one of those shows and you're going to get some of those shows. And I think those shows are important because when we do get a real classic, a real one that lights us up, we're going to put two thumbs up and we're going to go, that's absolutely brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, let me just check to see if ups and downs is up. No, it's not, but it will be there soon. Uh, I just saw something else that I should mention, and I've literally just forgotten, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, a few minutes to go again. If you want a super chat, smash it. In the That's what it was. Loads of people are watching this right now, so I want to say thank you so much. It's one of the best ones I've done in ages, so I really appreciate it. But if you could go one step further and smash that subscribe button with your finger... You'd make me a happy man. <laughs> You'd make me a happy man. And while we are here, I should shout out that the sponsor, the podcast is sponsored by the people that provide me with all my merchandise very kindly, just for a shout out, which is Pins and Knuckles. Check them out at pinsandknuckles.com if you want to get your own t-shirts made or if you want an exclusive Simon Miller t-shirt, pinsandknucklesmerch.com. Uh, someone's asking about Norwich City. <laughs> I mean, we can start talking about football if you want, but I think a lot of people would be, uh, especially my American friends, they'll be like, what, who the hell is Norwich City? Who the hell is uh, Leicester? I, I love how Americans pronounce Leicester. I don't blame you. I don't know why Leicester's spelt like that either. What the hell were we thinking? What kind of drugs did we take when we decided how to spell Leicester or the, uh, or, or the English, language, uh, English language in general? So yeah, that's pretty much it. Clash of Champions, pretty decent. I'm excited about Raw, really excited about the King of the Ring final. I really hope there's a good plan. I hope Paul Heyman has got his fingers uh, all in it. Talking to the Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff stuff, there were rumors this week that maybe Paul Heyman, uh, sorry, Eric Bischoff is high on Ali. Hell yeah. Ali, I think talking about positive, uh, positive influences is uh, is an awesome dude and i can't wait to see i can't wait to see how uh, we deal uh, we deal with that 
So, yeah, I, I think it could be a good week for pro wrestling. At least I'm hoping. Again, I'm going to be positive this week. I've been through kind of craziness the last fortnight. So now that we keep, uh, we keep our fingers crossed and we hope it's going to be really good. And you know what? If it's not really good, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. That's what ups and downs is for. Ups and downs is there to just draw a line under it. And we move forward to the next week. So, uh, so, so we can do that. Uh, a lot of people said you've come here waiting for ups and downs. Hey, that's all good with me. Like I say, make sure you subscribe. We do this a few times a week. Come back and join me next time. I always try and do it leading up to an ups and downs because I like to throw as many people as across as I can there. And one final time, I do apologize for ups and downs being late. There's nothing we could do. I sent the file. I went out to get some stuff done. Found out the file corrupted or whatever and we had to sort it out the whole team there are smashing it as they always do and shout out to the what culture team who you know edit my videos and work hard and and do all that cool stuff and often come up with amazing skits that make my jokes even funnier than they would be actually make my jokes funny to begin with just by just by the way uh just by the way they're editing but look enjoy raw later let's keep all our fingers crossed that it's chad gable that comes out on top and if it's not we can come and talk about it back here uh, and over on what culture as well and of course come that first week of october if you want ups and downs you're going to get loads we're going to do raw we're going to do aew and we're going to shift smackdown to saturday mornings i mean what kind of world is that what are you doing to me wwe completely screwing up my week but i am of course only joking uh, i'm very lucky to do what i do and again while there is loads of people in here as well i just want to thank you very much i wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for your people so thank you for supporting me in patreon thank you to everyone that threw some money in the super chat like i say anything in my personal life quote unquote my personal personal work i take all that cash and i make sure i throw it uh back into these projects or turn down other work uh in order to uh, be able to you know how it works it's life right you gotta your time has to make you money otherwise you can't do anything you can't pay your rent so that's what i do and that's all thanks to you guys uh shout out to CyberKid as well who joined the channel today uh, i always catch your streams by surprise what's the schedule for podcasts i'm kind of tweaking that at the moment CyberKid. it's difficult because of the way programming uh, programming works but i think at the moment we're going to do mondays tuesdays and thursdays um, this time seemed good, so I'll absolutely do a 6 p.m. one. Tuesday is always 1 p.m. BST, and Thursday may be a 6 p.m. BST. But always Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays is what I'm going to try and do. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Mondays will be in the evening. Tuesdays will be at 1 p.m. because we tie that into ups and downs. And then Thursday, maybe Wednesday, maybe we do three. I need to figure it out. Like um, It's kind of changing this week, so, so yeah. Uh, right, one more check for ups and downs, and then we can all go over there together. And no, it's not, it's, it'll be going up as we talk. I do apologize, like I say, it's nobody's fault. It's just one of those things that happens. You can't account for what the internet is going to uh, uh, is going to do. Uh, I look forward to you getting mad at my ups and downs score, but that's all good. If you're reacting, I'm a happy man. I love it when people get really frustrated about it. I'm like, sweet, look, they're invested. They care, and I put a smile on my face. And again, like I always say, if you didn't watch, I wouldn't be able to do this. Please do subscribe if you haven't done already. It's, it's, if nothing else, it's a bit like drugs seeing the subscribe number go up. You look at the subscribe number, you're like, oh, well, <laughs> it's gone up. And, and, and you feel really good. And also, I mean, what I'm, I'm on 82.7, which just blows my brain. I know it's not massive for YouTube, but it's massive for me, uh, a guy that doesn't, you know, I don't, I don't play by any of YouTube's rules. I just make random crazy content. We were doing parody gaming content the other day just because I wanted to cheer myself up. I'm not going to lie. You can go watch that video. I did a joke video as a character for Borderlands 3. I'm an old man. Anyway, eventually, I presume we'll get to 100,000 subscribers. 
And then I will uh, we'll come up with some way to celebrate that. We'll obviously do a, a celebratory live stream as well. So yeah, if you could smash uh, that uh, subscribe button, that would be good. Anyway, thank you so much. I am now literally going to head over to What Culture. I'm going to sit there, and like you guys, I'm going to refresh until it's there, and I'll join you as it uh, as it does go live. Um, it's one of those things. Tomorrow, 2 p.m. BST, over on What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to that as well. Raw will be there then. There won't be any funny business because I'll be locked to my computer making sure that nothing, uh, nothing goes down. If you didn't enjoy Clash of Champions, that's great. If you did enjoy Clash of Champions, that's great. If you like The Fiend, great. If you don't like The Fiend, great. It's all good. It's all good. There's no wrongs. There's no rights. There's only opinions. And there's only awesome wrestling chat. But thank you very much for joining me. Again, ups and downs up soon. I'll be there as well. And yeah, if nothing else, just enjoy your evenings, enjoy your days, enjoy wrestling. It makes life that little bit easier.